0: Yeah! It was all fun and games, Slee, until I took away your taco guy, and then it got real for you. Then you knew that it wasn't uh, messing around anymore, that uh, you wanted your own taco guy at that point. You realized how serious I was about that.
1: Yeah, I I sent you a separate text saying, hey, I just (laughs) want to take back anything that I said, if it was offensive at all, and then... The fact that you started threatening Emily and Funches <laughs> that if anybody gives they a share. taco to me, then they're going to lose their taco privileges. You kind of – you were, like I said yesterday, it was very dictator dictator, Dictatorial? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had a certain Look, way of doing things yesterday. But see,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm a benevolent dictator because <laughs> not only am I going to give you your uh, taco guy, but your taco guy is your guy – to cook whatever you'd like. So you like carne asada, that's what you get. You want al pastor, that's what you get. You want shrimp, that's what you get. You want a little bit of all of them? That's what you get. He is there to make sure that you get what you want. Well, everybody but you, You're you have to go stand on the outside. Incredibly
1: aggressive that
0: I don't even want to go to your party. I don't even want to go. <laughs> Well, you really don't want to go to my party right now because after uh, we talked about that yesterday, like if we had if we had Trey Young's money, we could go do whatever we want. Maybe we should change it to Steph Curry's money. We can come, come up to that a little bit later. But apparently there are chipmunks with bubonic plague in Tahoe. So we're going to have to reschedule the party somewhere else. It's Tahoe is no longer at the top of my list. Told
1: you, you should have just come to La Jolla. I said La Jolla from the beginning. You, should, you tried getting too creative. Sometimes you just got to keep it simple here. Keep it right it's here in Southern Monaco, California. Slee, it's
0: Tahoe. It's it's right up the road. <laughs> it's fine. You can go, that is true. You can I'm go, go ski. I'm making it sound like
1: I'm making it sound like it's. <laughs>
0: 4,000 miles away. Yeah, no, it's it, it's right there. It's right there. So, I mean, look, where, where do you start, right? I mean, you have Carmelo Anthony coming in, which we'll get to in a minute, but last night at Dodger Stadium was one yeah. of those things, right? It was, it felt important. You know, the, the result we'll get to in a second, but that, that game felt important, and I'm not even talking about the uh, fan standing in front of the bus with his, I flew all the way from Georgia to call you a loser sign. I'm not talking about the guys lobbing inflatable trash cans or some guy dressed as Oscar the Grouch or handing out cheat sheets for chance. It, th- that's a whole nother thing that really isn't my cup of tea, but whatever. Yeah. The Dodger fans were peaking last night. Nearly 53,000 people in the stands last night. Biggest crowd in a very long time at Dodger Stadium. And it felt huge. Yeah, and and by the way, it it was
1: huge for a lot of different reasons. So sometimes you can maybe manufacture something. Maybe sometimes things are overhyped. Last night wasn't overhyped. This is, you know, you just kind of look at the Dodgers and the circumstances. First of all, this is the first opportunity Dodger fans get to just vent. Hey, there they are. Here's the Astros right in front of us. We haven't got a chance to root against this franchise and this team that cheated their way to a World Series. Mm. That's a big deal. That's an incredibly big deal. But put that to the side for a quick second. Travis, you and I were were talking about this yesterday, that we knew that the atmosphere was going to be a certain way. We knew Dodger fans were waiting, like you just mentioned, some dude flying all the way from Georgia to just have a sign out. Okay, I don't know if that's the best use of your time, but if if that's what you want to do, then go do it. (laughs) It's your money and your family and your occupation. Do you, good. All good, do you. But one of the things you and I chatted about yesterday, the best way to get back at the Astros – win the best way to get back to the Astros um the 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 vibe was there the environment was there is go win a baseball game not just because it's the Astros but because you're chasing the Giants plus you had the Giants lose to the Arizona Diamondbacks you had an opportunity there there are many other reasons why yesterday was a big game Walker Bueller's on the mound and the the atmosphere and the fans lived up to those expectations. Unfortunately for the Dodger-Bats, they did not live up to those
0: expectations. No, (laughs) when you said that, not the best (laughs) use of your time. I'm I'm still stuck on that because my my immediately thought was, um, what would have to happen? And I'm trying to think, and you can answer this question for yourself. I'm trying to come up with an answer for myself. What would have to happen for me to say, hey, um, Amanda, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. I need to fly to Atlanta to blank. I don't know what the answer to that question is. Hey, my team has been done wrong. I need to fly to Atlanta to skip work, to take vacation time, to leave my family, or whatever it might be. This do, might be do the only what exactly? Can, can I
1: tell you something? <laughs> this might be the only scenario. Like I, I, I think this is. If you're doing it because – or your team just won, right? Like if, if your squad – if you live in Georgia and the Dodgers just won a World Series and you know there's going to actually be a parade, uh-huh. a, and maybe that's one of the reasons why. The parades this, this are is, on TV. This is – some people like attending them. I know you're not – that's not going to be on the top of your list, but Ew. a lot of people enjoy the march down Figueroa Olympic or whatever the case is. That might be the only chance you can go do it is if there was a squad that cheated their way to a World Series. Yeah, I no, wouldn't I, do it, but some people would. This might be the only circumstance one, where you one it. One person did. Look, person did.
0: I, I it's not my deal, but I'm glad somebody did it, if that makes sense. I'm glad that there are people that are resourceful enough and committed enough to going and doing those sorts of things because they, they let the, the Astros have it last night. The Astros ultimately, I guess, get the last laugh, at least last night, by winning the game 3 to nothing. And, and here's the thing, Al. Watching the Dodgers and, and let and let, let me start by saying this. The Dodgers are good. I still think oh, yeah. the Dodgers there's, are going to win this division. Hundred percent. I still think the Dodgers are the favorites to go to the World Series and all of these things. And, and and I believe that over the next couple of months, these things will start to even themselves out to to a degree. However, there's there's something missing from this team that previous teams have had, and it's not talent. It's not good players. It's not. Um, versatility in the lineup it's not any of these things you say oh they're missing this they're missing this bat or this pitcher or it, it's not it's when I was watching that game last night I thought there was a really interesting moment when Max Muncie comes up to bat I believe it was in the seventh inning and he has two runners on with two outs and Max Muncie and probably Justin Turner those guys are probably one and one a Are the best at giving you one of those at bats that drives a pitcher nuts, where they don't swing at bad pitches. Foul off. Right. Foul Mm -hmm. balls make you come into the zone. They're going to keep fouling off pitchers' pitches until they get a hitter's pitch, and then they're going to bang one. And they're really good at it. And what struck me. Was that Muncie's at bat? And he struck out. He's, he chased a bad pitch. It was a yeah. good pitch. Well, good pitch if you're an Astros fan. Got him to chase a ball out of the zone, strike out, end the inning, keep it moving. They're still ahead one to nothing. But what struck me about it was this it stuck out. Usually the Dodgers have a series of those at bats. The Dodgers have five, six, seven of those at bats a game where the pitcher has to throw eight, nine, ten pitches to a sure. guy sure. and just grind him down. That's not what this was. You're seeing guys hacking at the first pitch. You're seeing guys try to hit home runs. You're seeing all sorts of things that really weren't kind of dodgery the last couple of seasons where they just grind you out, and I wonder if it's because they have so much talent, because they just keep waiting for it to, air quote, click, that they're not grinding those things out the way they have previously because something is missing, Slee, and I can't quite put my finger on it.
1: Well, I I think you said, you know, when you say I think the Dodgers are going to be fine, I think they're going to win the division. I think, you know, obviously they're going to be the favorite to go in the World Series. I think you could say all that, but still, part of our job, Monday through Friday we're doing a show, we're assessing what we just saw. And I think looking at the Dodgers, let me use this as an example. One of the examples I would say is they're 2-6 against the San Francisco Giants and the Houston Astros. Since the All Star break, I know Astros. It's a it's a, a smaller sample size, but they're they're two and six. I, I think there's something with this Dodgers team where you've kind of heard this this sense of urgency. Okay, what well, when are you when are the Dodgers gonna? For for the lineup that they have, for the players that they have, for the pitching, ro- the pitching staff that they have, just their rotation, for everything that they have, you're just expecting, like, everything to just start clicking. No, it's yeah. all there. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I mean, now, this is going to happen using the game against the Astros yesterday. How many times did you feel like, okay, they're going to – things are going to – they're going to start waking you know, up a
0: yeah, little I, bit. I, I want to jump in right there because you bring up a great point. Yeah, but it never does. That's the point. Like before, last year, when it felt like the Dodgers were getting ready to – I'll use a perfect example. When the Rays made the move to take Blake Snell out of that game, you're like, this game's over. You knew the game was over. You knew that the parade was going to start. You knew that Muncy and Seeger and just bang, bang, bang. And that's exactly what happened, that you could feel it building. You could feel it coming. Even when the Dodgers were behind 3-1 to to the Braves in the NLCS, you're like, guys, they're, they're actually in a pretty decent spot right now with this stuff coming up, and they would do it. This is you keep waiting, and it doesn't quite happen. And at some point, if you keep waiting and it doesn't happen, maybe it's not going to happen. Well, on top of that, you
1: can't wait for it to happen. you got to go get it. I think that was one of the things you mentioned on Monday, that the Giants are not going to fall down to you. you got to go get the Giants. And, you know, just use this as an example that um, I, I thought there was a moment, a couple moments in yesterday's game. Listen, the game for, what was it, eight innings was one nothing. you mm-hmm. know, it, right around there. So it's not it, – it could have Thanks, been a Victor two – <laughs> it could have it, it, it been a two-run homer from the Dodgers. All of a sudden, everything changed. Our conversation sure. changes. But I think yesterday was more of, I. you kept saying it, this sense of urgency. The, the Unless the Dodgers, and I don't know if this happens because you're expected to win. I don't know if this happens because you know you have the best team in baseball on paper. I don't know if this happens because you just won a World Series. But I will tell you something about the Houston Astros yesterday. Trav, they're as motivated as any other team in Major League Baseball to go win a World Series for their own reasons. These are very unique reasons. Their reasons are we have to try to prove that, yes, we cheated our way to a World Series, but we can also win a World Series without cheating. They have their own motivation. And I think for the Dodgers, I'm not saying that they're not motivated. I'm not saying that you know they're not talented. I'm saying that sense of urgency, the right now – I don't care what it is, like you talked about those grinded out at-bats where maybe you got an out, but it took 10 pitches to get this one out, that that's going to help affect the next batter, whatever the case is. You haven't seen that consistently enough for the Dodgers, and you haven't seen it against good teams and in extra innings. Those are things that it's, 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 uh, it's okay to share
0: some concern in that. Travis and Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Yeah, I, I think part of it is they're good. And when you're good and you're winning, it's not like they're 10 games out and it's holy blank, we got to get going tonight. We we do not have any – they're still relatively close enough three-and-a-half games. By the way, it was three-and-a-half games a week ago, and it just – it keeps getting a little bit deeper into the calendar and the gap, quite honestly, it's getting bigger. It's not getting smaller. I know that they just got Scherzer, which we'll talk about in a second. But it's all those little things that make you a really hard team to beat, right? It's not just that you are – loaded with all-stars, which they are. It's not just that you have a deep starting rotation, which they do. It's not just that you have an incredible amount of postseason experience, which they also do. It's that I'm not going to swing at a bad pitch. I'm not going to try to win the game with a home run in the fifth inning when if I just get on base and then we get a base hit, then all of a sudden the game is tied, and now we roll. Instead of that McCullers guy who was dealing last night, mm-hmm. pitching deep into the game, maybe he's out of the game in the fifth inning because he's thrown 98 pitches. Sure. That's what the Dodgers were so good at in the last couple of years and that they still do occasionally, but it's almost like they've kind of become this team that's just like, we're just going to let our talent overwhelm you, and it it does more often than not, mm-hmm. but last year they had talent that was overwhelming their opposition And they were the grindiest, grittiest, toughest, most brutal at-bats that you were going to find guy after guy after guy after guy right down the lineup. And right now, it just doesn't feel like that. It feels like there's a lot of, I'm going to try to pop one right here and win this game right now. Well, it's the third inning. You don't have to do it right now. Sure. (laughs) By the way,
1: um, how much of an effect do you think this had on yesterday's game? Just using yesterday's game as an example. So... Will Smith was talking about the crowd. He said, it was definitely hard to get Walker into a rhythm with so many timeouts to clear the field of debris and stuff that does affect the game. I, I'm, I'm mentioning this because I heard a lot of Astro players saying that they like the booing, that you know th- this kind of added to the game, that it, it kind of helped them in a sense of okay, guys, we're, we're in this together. There's nobody else. It's just us. And, and I and I think and even Dusty Baker talked about it was kind of a fun environment. Yeah. something along He'd love to have played in that type yeah. of environment. How much do you think that played into the hands of the Astros in the sense that they felt like they were on their own? And for the Dodgers – um, I, I just think it's interesting Will Smith saying that Bueller couldn't get into a rhythm because there was a trash can in left field or something like <laughs> that they had to go they had to go grab and, and take off the field. It, it almost in, in a weird way kind of surprisingly, I almost feel like it it played to the Astro's hand a little bit. A,
0: a little bit a little bit. I want to get to the Astros coming up in a minute. but the, the Walker Bueller thing last night was look, this is how good this guy is. He's so good that he can give you a performance where he pitches six innings and gives up one run, and we're yep. all kind of like, eh, he was all right. I mean, that's, that's how good of a pitcher Walker Bueller is. That's how consistent he is. In that, in that big, against the Astros mm-hmm. in a game that felt like a World Series game where Dodger fans are frothing at the mouth, where the Astros still have something to prove, where the Dodgers are chasing the Giants in the National League West. He goes out there and gives what is, by any accounts, a fantastic performance. Sure. And it's like, yeah, it's okay, six innings, one run, it's fine. <laughs> you know, he'll he'll do better next time. That's how good he is.
1: You know, you're right, actually. There, there was a point in the game where, you know, I'm watching his pitch count. And he had thrown a lot more pitches than Lance McCullers. Yeah, and that was that was kind of one of the things. That, you're right; like it kind of stands out. I'm like, well, you know, he could have could have thrown less pitches. It's, <laughs> you're you're starting you're, you're starting to pay attention to the the stupidest things. But that just kind of tells you you have your um, you put him up on such a pedestal. You put him up on such a high. There's he can't do anything wrong because you don't believe he's going to do anything wrong. And I'm how trying about to Scherzer? Kind of nice.
0: He just gets thrown uh, into the deep end. And look, if there's anybody that's ever been ready to jump into the deep end of the pool, it's Max Scherzer pitching the World Series. He's a Cy Young MVP, all, all of this stuff. He's he's ready for this, but this isn't, hey, let's dip your toe into the water against the Rockies. This is go beat the best team in baseball, the best team in American League. You're both fighting for World Series. Your debut, the Dodger fans are going to be going crazy in the stands. Oh, by the way, we got to have it tonight. Good luck. Go get them.
1: It's... It, it, Trev, we could be sitting here in late October. This is game two. This could be game two. This could be game three. However you D- want to call five. it. This is not – this is – what what you're seeing between the Astros and the Dodgers could very well be the World Series preview that we could get in October. And I, I stop for a second when you say Max Scherzer. And I know we're going to we – got to go to a break and we're going to get a chance to get into this. Can you just think about the circumstance here? The guy got traded to the Dodgers on Thursday – your first start is against the Houston Astros. <laughs> You're fighting for a division lead. You lost yesterday. It's important that you split these two-game set against the Astros. Uh, it's Max Scherzer that's going to be on the mound. Ma- I mean, it, it's, it's almost like... It, it, You can't really script some of this from a regular season perspective. I know it's regular season, but these games are obviously critical to the Dodgers. You guys sure are on the mound against the Astros.
0: It's going to be great tonight, and hopefully we get a a little bit of a different result. So, you mentioned it, Slee. There is one team in baseball that needs this World Series more than anybody, and it's not the Dodgers. We'll talk about that next. It's Travis and Slee, seven hundred and ten ESPN.
2: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
0: Get the back is a little I've seen aggressive. you do it. <laughs> I've seen you do it. My own two eyes. We had lunch yesterday together, and we were sitting out in this beautiful spot, and it was a nice warm day, and... This, we sat out in the sun for about eight seconds, and it's yep. like somebody turned the hose on on top of my head. I just started sweating like an animal after about eight seconds of being in the sun. That was not great. You gave me a look like... Um, Dude, this is, the, this is the table you picked? What are we right doing, Al?
1: What are we doing, man? We, uh, we're going to get some shade here. It's 104 degrees, and you want to sit in
0: the sun like we're in Hawaii. <laughs> We very quickly relocated to inside the restaurant after yeah. I, I saw you something like, no, we're not. We're, we're not doing this. We're going to go inside for sure. All right. I want to read you this tweet out because I think it, it sets this up perfectly. This is from uh, Danny H. And Danny writes, "Travin Slee, the Dodgers lack of urgency. Should they not feel motivated to validate last year's championship that they were only able to get over the hump in a shortened season with no fans? All right, Danny, let me start with this. They don't need to validate anything. That World Series counts. That World Series counts as much as anything else. If, if you want to make an argument, I think it makes it more difficult to win in that circumstance than easier. So I don't think that they need to validate anything. I think the Dodgers certainly want to win another World Series. They want to go back-to-back, all of that stuff. But I don't think that validation in that series is is necessary. What is necessary? You want to talk about validation? Yep. <laughs> you know who needs to validate their, their, their greatness? Yep. Do you know who needs to erase what has happened previously and say, see, we did it under, air quotes, normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. Those other guys on the field last night, the, nobody, nobody has more motivation to win a World Series than the Houston Astros. That, that's, and that's why, mm-hmm. right? The trash, can, the buzzers, Altuve clutching his jersey because he knows he was wired up like RoboCop underneath mm-hmm. that thing and he didn't want everybody to see him. Okay, they need to prove it. Jose Altuve needs to win a World Series and tear his jersey off on the field and say, see, Mm -hmm. Alex Bregman needs to win a World Series and point to the world and say, I don't need you banging on a trash can for me to do it. It Correa. Believe it or not, only five guys on this Astros team were part of that 2017 team. But here's the rub. It won't matter. It's not going to change a thing because me – And baseball fans across the country that aren't Astros fans will never look at those players, and they will never look at that organization the same way ever again because they defrauded baseball. They defrauded the game. They made it about themselves. They will never, ever live it down. They could win a World Series 10 years from now, and it's not just because Correa and Bregman and all those guys are on other teams or out of baseball together. It was a systemic organizational decision to cheat And therefore, it sticks with them forever. They could win the World Series. They might, by the way. They're really, really good. And they might win the World Series. And me and every other right-thinking baseball fan is going to look at that and say, I don't give a damn. You're cheaters. So I, I
1: think, you know, it's going to go back to the motivation. We were talking about yesterday's game. And we were talking about how you know who's just as motivated as the Los Angeles Dodgers, and we're talking about the Astros and how important it is for the Astros, like you just mentioned. Um They want to validate... If somebody wants to make an argument and say, look, that Orlando bubble, you know what? That was different. That just didn't feel like a regular championship. Yeah, it was different because you were in a freaking bubble because there's a virus going around and you need to be in an environment that the virus didn't spread. If you want to talk about the Dodgers and the 60-game regular season and eventually winning a World Series, yeah, it was different. You know what else was different? There were no fans. Everybody was in equal playing field. By the way, you had 16 teams make the playoffs. There's a lot of... uh, it is different because nobody's ever been in this predicament before, at least in our lifetime. Put all that to the side. With the Astros, Trav, I, I don't know if I I fully agree with there's going to be no respect to the Houston Astros mm-hmm. because of the organization. you got to start there. Forget the players for a quick second. Let, let's just say hypothetically things were happening with the Astros and the owner or the GM found out and said, fellas, not Knock only is off. this not going to happen – But if this continues you're going to be off this roster and i'll make sure to let major league baseball know and the players union know that this is going on this is not going to happen within our organization i think that's when you make that point of you'll never look at the astros again you're not talking just about individual players go up the chain how does it work how is that possible for this many different
0: individuals to approve it, this to be okay wasn't with it it wasn't a spitball it wasn't one guy doing one thing it was systemic and organizational Nationwide.
1: It's the it's it's similar to, you know, I'm just you could say a Ponzi scheme or you could there's a lot of people that have to be involved in that. You cannot be the person up top and had no clue what was going on. I was just, you know, moving money around and this happened and that I mean, it's all BS. But I think them winning a World Series, if the if the Houston Astros and I know nobody in L.A. wants to hear me say this, but here's just the reality. They're good enough to win a World Series, right? Sure they're, they they're a good enough team that it's not it, nobody would be shocked or surprised if they won a World Series. Now, nope. no one would also be shocked or surprised if the Dodgers won a World Series. But if they won a World Series this year, validate is not the right word. But I think they'll at least from their perspective be able to say, look, we were good enough to win the world series. It's not taking away anything from 2017. It's not taking the fact that they were cheaters. It's not taking the fact away that you'll always look at the Houston Astros and say how did this organization allow that how did this organization allow them to, uh, themselves to cheat and be okay with it? I don't think it takes any of that away. But there will be there would be a little bit of well that team under normal circumstances ended up winning a World Series, that's a little bit different than me sitting back here and saying, well, I'll respect them. No, you'll never
0: respect them. I mean, whatever they do moving forward. You know what it is? It's when you have friends that are couples, right? And you spend a lot of time at barbecues and have cocktails or whatever, and you you hang out together. And then you find out that one of the people in the group is running around on their spouse. Mm Mm-hmm. And they may, and then, and, and everybody knows, it's not a secret, right? They, they get caught. They get busted. You're the guy that ran around, right? You can give your wife a nice anniversary present, win a World Series. You can do everything the right way, not cheat. You can come home at night, not steal signs. You can do all of these things, but every time you get together in a party, every time everybody's hanging out, they're looking at, like, yeah, that's the guy that did that thing. Yep. It doesn't go away. It doesn't go, you might have had a good time. You might you might have had a hell of a party one night, but it doesn't go away, and that's what it is, and that's what it doesn't wash off. It could go on for years. No, it'll never it wash off. It it will never wash off. And look, it could be Jose Altuve the fourth in the year you know 2058 that's leading the the Astros to the World Series, and I'll be looking at that. Well, I'll be long dead. You know his by dad then. cheated, but but you you know what that what guy's great grandfather did right. Yep, that guy yep. was a scumbag. Mm-hmm. He cheated, but he taught him how to cheat. And and it, it's it's just not going away. And I'm really curious how Dodger fans look because to me, it's it it is a indefensible crime. And it's not one of these. Okay, you went to jail for a while. You come back. Let's take it. You know, everybody gets a second chance. Nope. Because you didn't pay the price. You didn't go to jail. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You didn't go in and have to do it. And I wonder serve how much your I, penalty.
1: I wonder how much that also has to do with it. Like you just said, because that that's this is what rubs. This isn't. By the way. This hits home different to Dodger fans, but this also, there are a lot of people that they don't even have to be baseball fans. That's not right. You know, the the way baseball handled the situation, people look at this predicament. You could be a Diamondbacks fan. You could be a Mariners fan. That's not right. That's how people look at this, right? And there was no, there was never a penalty for what they did. And I, I think you said something that's interesting. We talked about this, I think it was to start the season, or maybe it was the first time they played the Astros earlier on in the season. Mm-hmm. Ultimately at the end of the day, if you asked Altuve, if you asked any of these players that were a part of this, you know, this uh, this cheating scandal whatever the case is, if you ask any of them Trav, I guarantee you 10 years from now, all of them will tell you. Maybe they're sitting there every night when they go to bed and they say it wasn't worth it. It wasn't yeah. worth it. None of this was so. worth it because what you just said about in generations go by and there's like the tie to they will always be considered cheaters that guy that you were talking about that was messing around behind his wife's back you'll always have a lack of respect for somebody that disrespected his wife i'm just using that as an example i'm not you know i'm not making that the comp that will never go away so no matter what happens Um, they will always regret that they were a part of this, and it starts from the top of that organization all the way down. But they have some motivation this year as big as anybody, any other team out there
0: because they're trying to prove we can win a World Series without cheating. That was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. First phone call of the day is Torrance and DeAndre. DeAndre, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, DeAndre? Hey, Travis Slee. I think Cody needs to go down to the needs to go down. He was the linchpin last night. He went up the bat three times. I think when Trey Turner comes off of these COVID protocols, we stick him in the outfield or stick him at third base. We tried to protect him with A.J. Pollock last night, and it just didn't work. He's trying to hit home runs. He needs to get back to just hitting, just hitting the ball, and he's just popping the ball up every time in the outfield. What do you guys think?
1: Well I, I, I find it amazing that through this whole thing Bellinger got into the mix there. How did we, how did he get in the mix?
0: <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even give a Bellinger angle. No, not yet. Well, I mean it's it's you don't have to squint real hard to find it. It's he's he's nowhere. Yeah. He he statistically speaking is the worst player in baseball this year. That's not an opinion, that's a statistical fact that he's he is the worst everyday player in baseball and DeAndre's right. He had came up to bat a couple of times with guys on base, with guys in scoring position, and did not come through. Now, I'm not going to bang him too hard for last night because Dodgers only got five hits, and he had one of them. Okay, so I mean, it's it's it, he he wasn't good last night, but neither was anybody else. Sure, McCullers was dealing, um, but I do agree with DeAndre that he's got to sit down when Trey Turner comes back. I mean, you, you saw what the Dodger lineup is going to – and it's, it's a bad example because they didn't score any runs last night. But that's the going to be the lineup. Bellinger Buck, out, Mookie, Muncy, Turner, Turner Seeger, Wilson. You don't you literally Pollock, don't Taylor.
1: have – Chris, I was going to say, yeah. I have not even mentioned them, you don't have a breath in the lineup. You don't no. have – if you're an opposing pitcher, there is no, okay, we got something here. You're waiting for Bueller
0: to come back up. <laughs> and, and I, and I want to just throw this out there, and I pray, right? My hands are together. I'm, I am hopeful – that this is wrong, but it might not be. The MVP season might have been the fluke. The MVP season might be the outlier because he came up and he was really good. He had an MVP season for about two-thirds of that MVP season. He was just dynamic, just extraordinarily good. And then the last third of that season, it was kind of, eh, cooled off quite a bit. You know, okay, what's going on? And then since then, he's been not just not an MVP – He's been below major league average, and thank goodness he can run, and thank goodness he plays center field the way that he does. He plays it at a very high level, but he needs to sit down. You cannot continue to run him out there on this lineup because at this point saying, oh, he's going to find it again, says who? Okay, so
1: so Trav, you, you say sit him down. I think a lot of Dodger fans agree with that, but I, I'm going to try to kind of play this the other way. Okay, what happens if you sit him down? Is, is that it? I mean, has Bellinger now just become – uh, and and I'm, I'm asking the question because mm-hmm. I know this is not the time to be – you're chasing the division, so you don't you're, you don't have a seven-game lead in the division where you're like, okay, well, let's use this time wisely because we want to get him ready for the post. He's one of the cases. But if you take him out,
0: then what? What happens after that? I have an answer to that question. The question of is that it if you sit him down, I know the answer, and I'll tell you it's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN.
2: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: So the answer to the question, Al, Yeah. if you sit Cody Bellinger down, what happens? Mm-hmm. You ready for me to be really rude and awful and terrible?
1: Can I give, you, can I give, can I give you an example? Sure. Yesterday, we talked about Blake Trinan in a situation where it's a 2-1 lead and you brought Trinan in in the ninth rather than Kenley, Mm -hmm. and you said you're pretty much saying right there Kenley's no longer your closer. Mm -hmm. All right, you you start sitting Bellinger. You said who cares. Yeah. Tell me where you're
0: going with that. The Dodgers are not the Kansas City Royals. They're not the Tampa Bay Rays. They're not a team that has to worry about making sure that the guy that they're going to need three years from now is happy. The Dodgers can go replace Cody Bellinger in a snap of the fingers if they want to do it. They've already proven that they can do it. Mookie's here. Anybody think that was going to happen two years ago? Nope. Here he is, and he's locked up for a long time. Trey Turner is here. The Dodgers have proven that they can identify really good players and go acquire those players. Cody Bellinger's feelings cannot factor into this. Cody Bellinger's future mm-hmm. cannot factor into this. This idea of well, you know, if I bench him now, you know, is he going to be there for me next year? I don't care. No, I and, that, and that, to, that's I not what you I'm to referring get to. Him out of the lineup now, and if that means that he's not a part of your future, that's fine. Let's go win the World Series, and he can go play for the Seattle Mariners. I, I, feelings, I'm fine with
1: that. Feelings, I'm less concerned about. It's more. You've said
0: this. If the
1: guy didn't play great defense and have the ability to mm-hmm. do some damage when uh, when he's on base, um, then there's really literally no excuse to have him anywhere near uh, the lineup. Is there a case that you can make that he can still give you things you need to help you win games? Listen, if the guy's not helping you win games, you're right. This isn't the. Uh, th- there's certain franchises in certain positions where feelings don't matter. Okay, uh, this isn't the perfect example. You're not worried about Dennis Schroeder's feelings this offseason. You're trying to go win a championship under LeBron's window. And, mm-hmm. and you're not you're not you're not worried about feelings from any of these Dodger players. Kenley's a perfect example. We we've talked Kenley's been the conversation. If if we talk about two holes right now with the Dodgers, you talk about who's going to close the game. And there's this question about where's Cody Bellinger cuz you said something that I thought was interesting. Maybe this is the outlier was more his MVP season, not what mm-hmm. he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. That what he's doing right now might be closer to, you know, and what he's doing right now is beyond not normal because he's batting as as he, awful as anybody in Major League Baseball with two hundred plus at bats.
0: He, he's batting one sixty five. He's on base at a two sixty two clip. He's slugging two eighty four. It's what pitcher slug, okay? <laughs> this is this is not ah you know he's gonna this this is not just a bad couple of weeks. This is a terrible season. On the heels of a terrible season, on the heels of a really bad six weeks at the end of an MVP season, this is the, this is the so longest take him out, damn slump. Take him out. Call it a day. I, I think you take him out and say, "Look, we don't have time to figure this out right now. We're behind. We need to go win the World Series." Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, you are not one of the eight best players on this team right now. If you can find a way in limited time to rediscover it, great. We'd love to have you back. But right now. We got to play our eight best guys, and I'm really, really sorry you're not one of them. I think that has to happen. I really do. Dave, Dave, I'm not. I'm not in the lineup.
1: Is something going on here. I'm not in the lineup. B,
0: E, L, L. <laughs> he could <can> do it <laughs> real quick. I mean, it just ah, I mean, just. I'm gonna go <laughs> grab a beer. A I'm just gonna go grab a beer. <laughs> I can't get in. You think I'll play tomorrow? I think there's a right-hander going tomorrow. You think I'll get some A-Bs? I mean, is Pollock that much better right now? I, I Yes. He's oh, <laughs> not even close. No, <laughs> that's... Julio Urias is a better player right now in the batter's box this is it look it, it's so first of all baseball's a bitch right it's just it is it is just so brutal yeah. that it can turn this fast and turn this fast against a guy that a couple of years ago was just putting on a show on a nightly basis it was just it's you know crazy extraordinarily Trav, you know what's play. crazy and if he's not doing well
1: right now there's certain players when you depend on them more that's when they step up and if you depend on them less, they. I I think that's just kind of common. Like if you, some people do better when when there's more dependency on them. Bellinger has really nothing to worry about because of how many good players are already in the lineup. You know what I mean? Like if you can't play blind. well right now. When you have this much protection, this many weapons, everywhere you look, I'm sure a pitcher is waiting for Bellinger. When's Bellinger come up? Yeah. When does Bellinger
0: and when does the pitcher come up? Those are really the only two holes. They had him in the seven hole last night, which, you know, if I would have told you that a couple of years ago, by the way, Cody Bellinger will be batting seventh in a game that really matters. Hey, was he hurt? Is he coming back from an injury? You know, what, what, what are we talking about here? And that's probably where he should be. And you're, yeah. you're right. Look, it, it's, it's kind of sucks too because. Watching the game last night and listening to the broadcast, and everybody wants him to do well, myself included. We mm-hmm. all want him to refine his game. He had a couple of fly balls last night to center field that were yep. one uh, was balls. deep, they, right? They were, Got to the F eight, mm-hmm. right? They're fly outs to center field, and it's oh well, maybe this is the beginning. We're all so anxious to re see that guy that any little that the home run he hit against San Francisco a few nights ago, right? Look, it, I said it at the time. I want to say it again. That was not him. Fine. That ball hit the bat. He didn't do anything. The pitcher hit the damn bat. He was on one knee. The ball was about six inches off the ground, and he caught it on the barrel, and he flipped it into the right field seat. That, He's that's, a big, strong guy. That wasn't him discovering too. anything.
1: That's the problem, too. And I think you mentioned this with the Dodgers. You said in the third inning you're trying to hit a three-run homer. Just – You don't have to – it doesn't need to be that. If you're Bellinger, slap a single. You know, I I, I always use this. It's always a kind of, I think, a perfect comp from an NBA perspective. You know, guys that just can't hit a jumper, and then all of a sudden they get a layup and a free throw, and all of a sudden everything, that momentum starts changing. Does it feel like Bellinger – doesn't matter how you get on base can you draw a couple walks can you get a couple base hits can you just let that be what kind of starts changing the momentum and your confidence level that hasn't been the case
0: especially a guy with that type of athletic ability he can do so many different things travis and is brought to you by progressive insurance all guests appear via the goodyear hotline Dave. can you see the smile on my face al because Dave. it's time for ask which that's coming up here? next travis and Sle 710 espn
2: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: All right, Al, before we get There's to sleep, the There's the music. I, that makes, it does make me feel good. I'm going to give you a personal announcement coming up uh, next segment that you're not going to like. So I just want to lay the groundwork ahead of time. You're not going to like what I'm going to have to say at about 9.55. Just you ready. Just be ready. What kind okay? of a setup is that? Just you're not gonna like it. I'm just you. You personally will probably not like it, but everyone else may be okay with it. We'll see. All right, I don't first understand one. Understand this guy, <laughs> John in Huntington writes this. Oh, this is a good one. Which of the Lakers will pull a Steve Nash and lay his bum butt on the ground near the baseline every night instead of playing for the team? Hashtag Ask Slee. <laughs> lay his bum butt on the ground. What are we talking about? We're talking po- about just poor Steve Nash, whose back was bothering him. So instead of playing oh, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, team, yeah, he had yeah. to lay That's on the right. ground. Who's the leading candidate to be the guy who lays on the ground? Well, oldest player
1: on the team is Carmelo, right? Mm-hmm. Carmelo's going to be the oldest one. Even though Carmelo's not going to really be asked to do much, he's going to just kind of uh, sit on the outside and let LeBron, AD, and uh, Russell Westbrook throw him the ball when all the attention's to him. You got Dwight that's older. LeBron will be fine. Who are the other older players? Ah,
0: uh, I got it. Probably Marc Gasol. Mm. Probably Marcus Gasol. That's not a bad choice. Look, as long as it's not Anthony Davis, it really does in and, and LeBron obviously. As long, as long as it's not AD, I can live with the rest of it. We can get it done. But it, it does feel like the math is telling you it's going to be We just summer. never
1: know, right? Because of the age, right? A yeah. lot of these guys that's
0: uh that's common. So All right, next one, Max Power, who by the way has become a very very uh useful player here on Ask Slee, says this is great. What's you got? When passing a herd of cattle on a road trip, does yeah. Slee point and say cows or Moo, hashtag asks Lee. (laughs) What what do you think?
1: I'm going to ask you, which one do you
0: think I say? I think you're probably a moo guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a liar. You're so full of it. (laughs) I'd be a moo guy. It sounds like – look, first of all, I don't know – do you do – because I do it with the kids. Even though my kids are grown and they've, yeah. they've far gotten past the point of being impressed by random barn animals being by the side of the road, I still every time – hey, look, cows. 100%. Mm. Okay, I don't do that part, <laughs> but I do do the – look over here. How many cows are over here? Look, look at this. It. Can you believe that? Cows. It's not like it's unicorns. Why are we so impressed? <laughs> you're it's, it's, it's not even like it's like, some like exotic we're in the like rhinoceros.
1: Getty. We're in the Serengeti <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah, that thing's going to be in McDonald's in two days. Wait, why, why are we so impressed? Why do we need oh. to be like, I'm going to eat the cheese. I'm going to eat the meat. I don't, I don't know. I, just, I like that you're a, a moo guy. I think that's exactly right. All right. Francis writes, are you sad that the Lakers brought all those former players back, but Sedale Threat and Antonio Harvey weren't? Hashtag ask Sleek.
1: I got to defend the Lakers again. Do I have to go out of my way to uh, uh, defend the Lakers in this uh, this age? The, the real player that I'm sad that did not join the Lakers, rejoined the Lakers, I loved me some Eddie Jones back in the days, Trev. Loved oh, me some Eddie really Jones good. back in the day
0: he was really really good and you know had kobe not shown up had kobe not been kobe bryant who knows what eddie jones is with Shaq, and the, you know what i mean like it just felt like you had two guys that were kind of the same guy and at that point you weren't having a bunch of redundancies
1: there was a story the the game that kobe missed the uh air ball four times against the utah jazz right that playoff yep. game yep one of the stories was nobody wanted to shoot the ball one of those guys was eddie just didn't want the ball kobe's like all right
0: I'll take them. I'm a rookie. It doesn't matter. I'll just shoot these shots. <laughs> All right. Here comes Daniel Tapia. Daniel writes, would you rather be stuck on a flight with the team you hate that's celebrating a championship or stuck on a mm. flight with the team you love after a tough loss? Hashtag Ask Salih.
1: Uh, Definitely the team you love after a tough loss. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't like other people celebrating when I'm not part of the celebration. That's number okay. one. Okay, I can go okay. that.
0: And number two,
1: that's your squad. It's the ups and the downs, right? You're going to have times where it feels great, and you got to kind of also be there when, when things don't go right. So I'd rather be on the plane when the team loses. Devastating loss. I'll take the loss because that comes with it.
0: Have you ever been on a plane when everybody's in a really good – like maybe you're going to Vegas or New Orleans or something and everybody's yeah. just getting primed before the plane even touches the ground? That's pretty fun, Salih. Vegas. It's a pretty fun time. And, look, let's just say, oh, I don't know, the Clippers won a championship and they're partying like crazy on that plane. If I'm on I don't it, want to be on that plane. I'm probably getting a few straight drinks. A couple of drinks nah. floated my way in the party. I could I could get over it.
1: No, I, I would not want to be on a plane. By the way, just a quick on the Vegas thing – how funny is it when you go out to Vegas and it's a Friday or a Thursday or something along those lines, the vibe going in? I know. And how it's awful great. is the vibe going back? It's not even Everyone the vibe. is it's hungover. They smell. Everyone looks miserable. Broke. They're asking for, <laughs> I need more peanuts. It's like, what? what is going on in this plane? You
0: like it's, eat the cheapest meal
1: possible on the way uh, home too. Well, it happens before just you even, a even get on the plane. You're right. right. It, People it, it, are laid out sprawled. <laughs> At the airport as if they're at a Holiday Inn. It's like a refugee camp on the way out of town. It's
0: like People are sleeping underneath this the chair. The people are just eating the worst food in the world. Everybody's upset and miserable. They just want to get home. They just, just want to go somewhere that isn't here.
1: I just want to charge my phone. Can you move your leg, please? We're just sleeping
0: all we over the ground. From, from a road trip to, to Vegas one time. And I was, well, let's just say I was not feeling my best. And, and what, I and I take, food poisoning I, or something, you know, something like the bug yeah. was going around sure, place, sure. something like that. And I take the tray down. Right. And I put it down and I put my head and on my arms on the tray. And I'm just I'm not in a good spot. And this old lady who's sitting next to me goes, are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> that That's how rough a shape it was. Like, are, are you OK? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm fine. <laughs> there are no places you
1: go to San Francisco, you go to Arizona, you go to uh, any any other place that you go to. Some of these kind of quicker flights, the vibe is nothing like when you're leaving Las Vegas. It's a, just a complete. What is it, McLaren, McC- McCarran? What, what M- uh, airport? McCarran, yeah, McCarran Airport, yeah. Just <laughs> not not a good vibe.
0: All right, here's Drew in L.A. Do you tape the channel guide to the back of the remote? Hashtag asks Lee. <laughs> That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. I I'm very disappointed that I actually don't do that. But I will say that when you're in a hotel, you oh, know how they have the the, the channel guide. guide right there. Yeah, like this thing is like the Bible.
0: This is the most <laughs> important thing. How critical has this thing become? So I I don't know what it is, but my wife cannot remember. We we've had we've been Directv customers for um, same 25 channel ye- 25 It's the same years. channels. Yep. Twenty-five years. It's you know, like the cable companies will change the channels. Directv never changes the channels. They're they're mm-hmm. exactly the same. They've been exactly. The same. Hey, uh, what what channel is such and what channel is American Idol on? I don't know. You you. I don't know what. To yeah, but what's what's Fox? Well, it's eleven. It's been eleven forever. <laughs> it's never not going to be eleven. It's channel eleven. Put it on. Uh, it, it's, that, it's just, that's somebody the, that's, that's somebody that's back.
1: going out of their way to not remember something that they feel is not important. But it comes up all the time. Like, it's like it's not important. I don't need to know that. But it comes up all the time.
0: Once a week. It never goes away. This one is from Miles in Whittier. And Miles writes, hashtag, asks Lee. Al, would you rather wear an Altuve jersey through Dodger Stadium tonight or never eat a medium-plus steak again? That one seems a little easy, Miles. Uh, yeah, I, I got to... I cannot wear an
1: Altuve jersey across uh, Dodger Stadium. I just can't do it. You want to know why, Trav? Mm. I'm going to get my ace kicked. Like Even if I'm like, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> no, no,
0: I'm doing this for my <laughs> – oh, I, I, <laughs> I do a radio show. I do a radio show. Have you ever heard of Ask Lee? Put, put Put your fists away. I'm on your side. <laughs> We should do that. You should they, wear one tonight. Let's go to the. They game. would. You, they you would
2: be drenched in beers. I'd be I think demolished. it's just like it, it would be ten beers at least on on you that whole time.
1: I would have a buzz, and I didn't even drink anything. It just
0: just based on the beer coming my way. What you do is you just walk around. You have a funnel, and every time somebody winds up to throw one, you put the funnel in your mouth, and you you try to catch a little bit along the way. And it's not hey, bad idea know, right those there. beers are what they're forty eight dollars a piece or whatever it is. They're not cheap. What, are you hitting a beer bong? Yeah, there you go. It's your own personal beer bong that they're trying to fire at your head. A bunch of the Astros pitchers, uh, bullpen guys last night, were saying that they were getting destroyed with beers, Mm. which, by the way, pretty lame, mostly because you just paid $20 for that thing. You really want to throw it on someone else's head? That seems like a bad idea. When they're
2: making probably, like, multi-million dollars, too. It doesn't really mean anything to them that you're throwing beer on them, but it's really in your pocket.
1: (laughs) Uh, Isn't it kind of weird? Is it... Why does
2: it happen? Does it feel like it happens
1: more in baseball and in soccer? Because in the NBA, when something happens, you know, they throw something out on the court, maybe because they're so much closer. Cause you know how all that stuff stopped, whether it was the Westbrook when he got the yeah. popcorn poured on in whatever the case. Is it because they're closer?
0: I don't It's all stupid. It, it's – yeah, don't do it. I mean, no. I, 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 don't, I don't even feel like I have to say that, but apparently it needs to be said. You're, you're right. It does seem – But part of it is, too, much easier to get in an NBA fan than it is a baseball – got to climb a wall to get at somebody sure. in a baseball game where mm-hmm. basketball, you just take a step and you guys mm-hmm. are face-to-face. One more here. This is from Mikey, and Mikey writes, a lot of elevator stuff going on here. Would you rather be stuck in an elevator for eight hours with your ex's new boyfriend or an old boss that fired you for stealing boxes <laughs> – do you get fired for that? Do you, if you steal an empty box, do you get fired? Seems I aggressive. I think you get fired. I think I'll go old boss. <laughs> I'll go the professional life, then the personal life. <laughs> well, unless you're with the, ex and the, the ex's new boyfriend, you could maybe, you know, is she there? Because if she's not there, you could probably have some interesting conversations. If she's there, then it's awful. Because then you got to be Because old boss, then you could kind of say whatever you want to
1: say. You got fired. The bonus, you know, what happened with that bonus structure? I was supposed to get a bonus. I didn't get it. I hated churning in those reports every Friday at
0: noon. (laughs) You got let it all out. As Slee is brought to you by Kia of Carson this summer. Find your next car or SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry in to Kia of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to Kiaofcarson.com. The Lakers added a bunch more guys, and they're going to be the best team ever from 2012. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, ESPN.